this is my problem with where the world has moved is that there's no room for the way the human brain works. Exactly. I was screamed at by somebody a couple of weeks ago because I used their wrong gender pronoun. They prefer they oh. and them. For 41 years, I have used they and them as a plural for somebody going to, of course. you know, like uh, uh, for people going to a place. So yeah. when, yeah. so, so it's not, yeah. it's not in my brain, but the implicit bias that this person had was that I was being deliberate. It was a microaggression and it's like, but maybe it was just a mistake because because the my pattern brain has always been yeah. my brain is not trained this way yet and so yeah. so your violent response to me actually makes me not even want to try anymore i'll exactly. keep trying because that's who i am but in the moment i was just like hey i'm really doing my best here is the thought of being imperfect keeping you from taking action welcome to inspired action for imperfect humans each week, we give you real-life stories and thought-provoking research that inspires your soul to live a more fulfilled life through your own actions. From the heart of Calgary, Canada, here are your hosts, award-winning coaches, Christopher Lawrence and Kyle Kalou. Welcome to another hello, hello. exciting... Oh, I thought I'd start one. Okay, oh, well, go ahead then. Uh, let's start that again. I sort of feel like you had a bias that you were going to start all of our podcasts forever. <laughs> the reason why I start <laughs> is because whoever is hosting that day starts and I'm hosting this podcast. So therefore I start. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Oh, I see. Well, that might have been an assumption that you made. Anyway, girl, why don't you go ahead and get us started as the hostess with the mostest? I know what you guys are wondering. How do I do it? How do I work with this guy? How do I day in, day out, deal with this level of treatment? I know you guys Medication. Um, are thinking. <laughs> 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 I've said that to someone the other day. No, you meds. didn't. I said with meds, I can cope. <laughs> Oh. It was a joke. It wasn't about you. It was just how I've gone through because we were going through a disprofile. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, madame and monsieur, bienvenue, and welcome to another exciting week of inspired action for imperfect humans like Christopher. So let's just talk a little bit about the subject I really wanted to talk a little about. It can be a little bit confusing, but trust us on this. Stay with me here where you probably saw from some of the titles about what, what exactly is implicit bias. We're going to get there because I want to talk about how it actually really impacts the workforce, how it, is, it impacts our relationships that we have with people. And implicit bias is one of those things that's happening without us even knowing. That's what's different about it, right? So an implicit bias is an unconscious association, belief or attitude toward any social group. Now, due to implicit biases, people may often attribute certain qualities or characteristics to all members of a particular group, which leads now into stereotyping. But we're not gonna really talk about that. It's important to remember that implicit biases operate almost entirely on an unconscious, at an unconscious level, while explicit biases, which you probably hear more about, and prejudices are intentional and controllable. 
implicit biases are less so. And I know what you're thinking. You're, some of you say, yeah, I, that doesn't happen to me. I'm very mindful of my biases. And I'm telling you, this happens with or without your help. It's just we need to be mindful of it, right? And some examples of that, I think about when I started in leadership, I was usually the youngest leader. And some people without even knowing it start to treat me like, how does he know anything? What does he know, right? Sometimes they'll talk down to me. Sometimes they will interact in a certain way. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, you're the manager? Oh, you're the boss? Oh, you and I don't think they even aware of it. There are times when I've walked into a room of a group of people who are probably twice my age and they'll say, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, this is a private meeting. We're just waiting for, you know, the manager or the director. And I'm like, and I say, Kyle Kalu, and they're like, yes. And I said, that's me. And they're like, oh, right? And again, they had a certain association in their head of what they thought it was going to be. I'm not saying they looked at the explicit side of it and says, oh, maybe all these type of groups are this, or all man is this, or all this, 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 that. I've got Why a good one for you. Why well, because this me? reminds me, <clears throat> do you remember when we were dating? Like mm -hmm. The best time of your life ever? Yeah, Eons ago, mm -hmm. the best time of my life. Mm. I remember it differently, but um, <laughs> with the but, medication, um, I remember it differently. <laughs> do you remember the first time you met my stepmom? We were going through Saskatoon. We had to stop and get a tire fixed because we went yes. to a different family member's lake house. Yeah, we come, yeah. we're coming through the city. Through. Decide we're gonna have you know lunch with my dad and stepmom, mm -hmm. and uh, but but we take the car to a tire place because there's a hole in the tire. Yeah, I think your dad has suggested that. And so yeah, yeah. we said we'd and meet there. Mm -hmm. We said we'd meet there. And my stepmom pulls me aside while you're talking to my dad and dealing with getting the tire fixed. And she said, <laughs> Christopher, nobody told me that Kyle was black. <laughs> and like, she was shocked. And she had no problem with it. it you know, no, she, it just, she had yeah. no problem with it. But her implicit bias mm -hmm was she heard the name Kyle, mm -hmm. she had talked to you on the phone, right? Yeah. and she in her own mind mm -hmm. formed an image of what you might look like. Exactly. Which is, and she was like, <laughs> I don't know, kind of, I, I don't know if stunned is the right word. She was stunned, she was surprised. She was shocked, she was shocked, she was surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she, yeah, was, she was surprised for yeah. sure. Implicit bias. See, you talk like a white man talks. Mm. You know, it, bias right so there. It, it, it's but you interesting. Get that. You know, I say that and yeah, now I'm afraid because of the way yeah. the world is and I'm going to be called out as a racist. But you do get this a lot. Like people do think that you talk like a white person. They're always surprised to see. Yeah. I don't what look you like look what like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I am not going to knock you on that, Christopher, because you're absolutely right. And for example, what I often hear, because you know, as you know, I do speaking events and I, you know, travel to different places. And sometimes, especially especially before when we had LinkedIn and Google and all these other stuff, because now people Google you before you even show up. I'm always surprised when someone's like, oh, my God, I Googled you. I looked at you and, da, 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 and so they know. Right. But, you know, um, there are times where I, I uh, I'll do a speaking engagement and I'll speak about something and I often would hear you know what you're very articulate you know you're very articulate and I would say that and I, I didn't know anything off it until someone else said to me I speak a lot too I've never heard and I think I'm a particular person but how come I never heard that and when I started to pay attention to it and I started to ask other people 
right? And and I said, do you ever hear that? Oh, no, people tell me that was a good speech, but they never say I'm articulate. I don't think I don't hear that often. But I think that is sometimes what happens. I don't, is it associated with they're shocked how I say it or they're expecting me to sound a certain way? You know, um, sometimes that happens. Interesting enough, there is a guy that we used to work with. He was dating, he was married to another guy. And one of them was um, named Tyrone Brown. And the other one was uh, John something, right? I don't remember what his last name, but it's, it's a very like John Wexfield or whatever. And every time people met them, because one of them were black and one of them were white. Uh, one of them was white. Now, which one do you think was the white based on the names I just gave you? So what do you think some implicit bias? What were the names again? John. Trevor, uh, um, Tyrone Brown, and uh, John Maxfield or something like that. Yeah, I would totally say that Tyrone Brown is the black name. He's the black guy, right? He's the white guy. And he says, Kyle, do you know how many mm-hmm. times I go to places where like uh, Tyrone or they both go together mm-hmm. and they always assume he is the white name. like. Mm-hmm. Again, we know people have these different okay, so, names, right? So I've actually done some research on naming statistics, and it is more mm-hmm. likely that an, that an African-American or a Black person will have a name like Tyrone. Right. So so it is an implicit bias, but it's it's an implicit bias that's that's still built in by a stereotype that's still built in by truth. Absolutely. The, pr- and the, the cause- problem that we run into is that our brains don't understand the difference between you know, like like truth and stereotype and implicit bias. Like we tell our own story. Absolutely. And so what I would say to that, in addition to the fact that we are, are we are influenced by our environment and stereotypes, right, that already exist in the society into which we were born, it is generally impossible to separate yourself from the influence of society. So when people are like, that doesn't matter to me, I don't see color, I don't see these things, I think everyone is the same, because we hear leaders who will say that often, right? Everyone's the same, I treat everyone the same, and that's sometimes a problem. We we sometimes have to be mindful of who's on my team, who's in my circle. You know, let me be deliberate about how I interact with them, right? When I start, you know, because we have the automatic thought of reacting to certain things, but there's times where we have to just say, listen, let me be deliberate about my interaction or question, why did I say that? Why did I feel that a certain way? Like, where did that information come from? I see this quite often, you know, Christopher, with onboarding. Right. When we onboard, especially someone who's been in the industry for a long time, when we onboard them in our company, we sometimes tend to talk down to them. At least that's what they say, that people treat me like I'm stupid. Like, like we I, do? I know this. Girl, I don't no, not us. No, not you us do, as an organization. But, I don't. but people <laughs> who onboard people in organizations, right? Uh, we, we do that. I see situations when you speak different languages. If you don't speak your language, mm-hmm. people tend to dumb it down. Like, are you hear me? The one thing that really gets me when you can't speak someone's language and they speak it louder. I didn't say I'm deaf. Slower. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I was like, I was. I'm not deaf. Okay, but to be fair, I think that that's an unconscious. Absolutely. Like, I don't think it's conscious. What I run into trouble with is that we're we now live in a world where every little thing like that is considered a microaggression against a minority group, and and I don't agree with that because we're not asking 
actually asking somebody's intent. Like you go and feel um, an African woman's curls. You go to touch her hair because you like her hair. That's considered a microaggression, a racist microaggression. And, and I would say, but I think you need to understand intent. Like if you know me and all of my friends do, and I have yeah. friends of every color of the rainbow, Kyle can you attest are the to this. You can't You're the knight of colors of the bias yeah. though, right? It's like, you can't yeah. believe me because I'm a white man. You can't yeah, believe yeah. me, but my my black friend will attest for me and you can believe yeah. him, I guess, because that's yeah. that's the world yeah. we live in now. And it makes yeah, me a bit, yeah. you know, I, uh, but we don't ask intent. It's like I have done that uh, with with black friends and it was never a microaggression. And it wasn't it beca it's because their their hair was beautiful because I'm tactile because I'm curious <clears throat> and I've done it to white friends. Right, I've done it. To and white even friends if you too, didn't but, do it to white friends, you, you still want. And to I'm not to saying it's it. right. Yeah. And it's like, well, you shouldn't yeah. touch anyone without their permission. It's like, yes, I agree. And yet, how many totally. times do we go and we believe that permission is implied or implicit right. uh, anyway? Right. And so, so I'm I, I'm not defending my position. What I'm saying is that we've moved away from asking intent, and this is the issue. So I see two key issues. One, you know, in the office place or otherwise, when we are having. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> When, when when implicit bias exists, we don't question ourselves enough to open up to another perspective. Right. And that's everybody, that's all groups. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> the second thing is, is that we don't look at intent. We don't understand why somebody said what they said or did what they did. With that said, implicit bias still exists. It exists. <clears throat> This is a bit of a meta-analysis, excuse me. Uh, this is a bit of a meta-analysis um, that was put together in 2018. And it's from an article, uh, the Association for Psychological Science. Uh, and, and it's a cover story they did, The Bias Beneath, Two Decades of Measuring Implicit Association. So this is two decades worth of looking at implicit associations. And so, so it exists in everything from weight, so obesity and overweightness, suicide risk, romantic attachment, attitudes about sexuality, right? Uh, gender. Mm -hmm. It all still exists uh, in all of these things. And so we do see it. We do see, um, <clears throat> and, and even in the testing, what they saw is that implicit bias. So this is, this is why it exists. We as human beings look for patterns. patterns. It makes our lives easier. So we seek out patterns and we take shortcuts. So cognitive biases and assumptions help us to simplify the world because our brain is just kind of like a CPU Sorry. unit, right? Yes. It's like a computer unit. It doesn't actually, all it does is it takes in data and it puts data out just like a computer does, but it's the mouse that puts data into the computer, a, a keyboard or a camera that puts data into the computer. And then the computer spits out on either through sound or through report or through mm -hmm. image on the, on the screen, it puts out data. Our brain is very much the same way. And so it takes shortcuts. So, so this is kind of our, our way of filtering through all of the information that we're that we're constantly faced with and this is my problem sorry i gotta stop for a second there's one more thing here okay. this is my problem with where the world has moved is that there's no room for the way the human brain works exactly i was screamed at by somebody a couple weeks ago because i used their wrong gender pronoun they prefer they oh. and them 
for 41 years, I have used they and them as a plural for somebody going to, of course. you know, like uh, uh, for people going to a place. So yeah. when, yeah. Uh, so, so it's not, yeah. it's not in my brain, but the implicit bias that this person had was that I was being deliberate. It was a microaggression and it's like, but maybe it was just a mistake because because the my pattern brain has always been yeah. my brain is not trained this way yet and so yeah. so your violent response to me actually makes me not even want to try anymore i'll exactly. keep trying because that's who i am but in the moment i was just like hey i'm really doing my best here right uh and and actually kyle it showed the research shows over and over consistently people who had negative associations with certain genders and certain roles or certain sexualities so lgbt yes. people in certain roles the research shows that when that group is associated with positive words for some people who had previous negative associations towards the lgbt group group it's harder for their brain to make the connection of positivity that doesn't make them a bad person it was just the social influence that you're talking about so Absolutely. i think I, I think people need to calm the f down here yeah. right and and start to ask for intent start yes. to ask for intent i'm sorry i take it absolutely personally <clears throat> i heard this in an office once mm -hmm. only white people can be racist girl I, I, that is such bullshit that is not true that is not true at all i have experienced racism as a white person and it's like it's like no you haven't and i'm like i could tell you stories and people will argue those stories so i won't mm -hmm. but but that is not true if you're a human being who is neurotypical you you can ex you can be unconsciously racist and that is the same thing as implicit bias yeah. mm -hmm. so sorry we were talking about three things the first is that yeah. we seek out patterns we take shortcuts yeah. and our experience and social conditioning play a role so implicit biases are influenced by experiences although sometimes those attitudes may not be the result of direct personal experience it can be like cultural conditioning media portrayals right upbringing can contribute to implicit associations yeah and and it will happen with or without you and that's what i'm saying is and for us to be mindful of it because sometimes we could have implicit biases positively because that is not always negative as well right and so there is a positive side of absolutely that absolutely well. true it's just really about being deliberate you know one of the things that we say is as we move you know when when christopher was talking about intent it's deliberate as well being mindful of it versus reactionary right? Even though you may not to one group, but you do to another, you know, there's times where people are like, well, you never did into that group. So why do you want to do to that group? Again, there's different circumstances will dictate that, right? Um, that it may be the person has never experienced that before, right? Mm -hmm. The environment that were brought up and there was never an opportunity, right? So there's a lot of these different things. And I think sometimes it may, when we talk about your relationship with other people, it may get in the way of those relationships. And so what we want, what we're suggesting today is to be mindful, you know, be deliberate about it slow yourself down and ask that question especially when you see a reaction from it instead of going to the place of i can't believe they reacted that way i'm just just be mindful that it could have because a result of an implicit bias or explicit biases or the case may be so it's like you know one when you're taking a look at a behavior or behavior that's not desirable for you what we're saying is go back to it and take a look at it from a um an intent perspective as well as being deliberate
So we'd like to hear any of your stories or interaction. Remember to share this podcast with someone. We hope you got a lot of uh, valuable information or just hearing us chat about it because these are the type of things that we talk not only with. I think we need to do another one on this, Kyle. I think we need to do a part two. I think people would like to hear your your personal experience with implicit bias and in the workplace. Yeah, there is a lot of story there. Um, Remember to download, remember to share. um, And again, if you're watching us, let us know. We're working on a community that we're going to bring together that is going to allow us to all be in that one space that we can share and interact. Because I would love to see the chat going back and forth of what you think about these different podcasts as we're doing it. There's a lot of traction to our podcast lately. And uh, we're so fortunate, so glad that you guys are So grateful for the people reaching out and commenting and letting us know kind of what they think and what their inspired action is. So Kyle, what's the imperfect inspired action today? Mindful, being mindful of your actions and how does it impact other people? That is the number one thing I would say for you to think about. It's our goal to build a global community of inspired action takers. And we can only do that with your help. So if you love inspired action, please leave a review on your favorite podcasting app and share us on your socials. You've heard from us. Now we want to hear from you. Go to inspiredactionpodcast.ca and tell us what is the inspired action you took this week. Next week on Inspired Action for Imperfect Humans. The problem, Kyle, is that people are not recognizing that we're not all going to get on the same page.